What up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards, live from live from my parents' kitchen on this wonderful Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. I think I'm gonna make tacos tonight, you guys. Um, I know that's kind of random, but we are finally at episode 17. And I got a lot I want to talk about, man. I've I've been telling you guys for the longest that my predictions in the past were were pretty horrid. But now that I think I've been realizing and opening my eyes and watching games. My predictions have really been spot on. And I'm going to get to those predictions in a minute, but I just want to give you uh, just a couple seconds to let you know what I'm going to be talking about. Obviously, I got to talk about the NBA playoffs today. I also got to talk about my fantasy football draft that I was talking to you guys about, the 14 league, where I'm ranking my NFL teams because the NFL season does start tomorrow. And my top 10 teams of this upcoming NFL season. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into episode 17 of Joshua's Proximity. When it comes to the NBA playoffs, I've been spot on. I've been telling you about this fraud who currently resides in Milwaukee, who has no game outside of the restricted area, who during his last series against the Miami Heat was 7 of 29 24.1% outside of the restricted area. His name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, this guy, he is a back-to-back MVP, defensive player of the year, guy who averages 30 and 15 in his sleep, but he has no game. When you look at when he got eliminated against Toronto, and then you fast forward and you look at the series that he played against the Heat, Against Toronto, he was 10 of 45 outside of the restricted area. That's 22%. This guy is overrated, man. I, I just I just saw heard a stat yesterday from TNT. They said Milwaukee is the first team in NBA history to go down 0-3 to a fifth seed while being the number one seed of a conference. Overrated, man. All of these stats, he can stat pad. They can have the best regular season. He can be back-to-back MVP. He can be defensive player of the year. But when it boils down to it, this guy is overrated, man. I had the Heat going in six, and they proved me to be a liar, bro. They won in five. So I'm sorry, you guys, that I lied on my podcast. But the Heat actually won in five, man. I had him in six. Because I thought the Bucks was at least good enough to get two games. But they proved me to be a liar. They only got one game. <laughs> and, I mean, the, the Celtics versus the Raptors, I had the Celtics in five. The Raptors proved me to be a liar because right now they're, they're down 3-2. But I believe that the Celtics are going to close it out tonight. The Clippers, I had the Clippers in five. But the more that I'm watching these games – I believe the Nuggets um, the Nuggets might be able to take it to six games, if not six, then definitely seven. But I'm still going to stay true to my word. I still got the Clippers in five. They're up 2-1 tonight, and they can, they can take a commanding 3-1 lead. And they're not going to give it up. So if the, if the Nuggets go down 3-1 tonight, they're going to slam the door shut. You can cancel Christmas on that one. And the Lakers are up 2-1 on the Rockets. I said that I had the Lakers in six. So 
man, this has just been an, a crazy week of sports in general. So while everybody is going to continue to hype up Giannis Antetokounmpo, guess where he's going to be receiving that MVP trophy? On a Zoom call. He's overrated. That's the last I got to say about this guy, man. Um, but I, I, I'm happy that the Heat are moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. I have them moving on against the Celtics. I'm going to choose the winner of that series next week. But everybody's looking for that big showdown out west. The Clippers versus the Lakers. And since I'm already on the Lakers, let's go ahead and talk about LeBron's virtuoso last night. He ended the game with 36 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 blocks. LeBron James was definitely the MVP of that game. But the most impactful player of that game was Rajon Rondo. And the more that I start to watch the Lakers, the more that I just fall in love with Rajon Rondo's game. I believe in order for the Lakers to win the championship, Rajon Rondo has got to come off the bench and play like he has played for the last two games for the rest of this playoffs against the Clippers and even in the finals if they even make it that far. Rajon Rondo has to be that guy that can go out and just facilitate when LeBron is taking a rest, even when LeBron is on the court so LeBron can assert himself on the offensive side. But I am love what I'm seeing out of the Lakers so far. I feel like Anthony Davis has got to play with his back to the basket just a little bit more. Danny Green is still self-checked. He's been self-checked this entire bubble. Codwell Pope, uh, he's doing okay. I feel like Kuzma has got to get in a little bit more. Maybe he takes some of the minutes off of Danny Green. J.R. Smith, I, I love to see him yesterday. But other than that, we got to stay small ball. We don't need JaVale McGee in there. We don't need Dwight Howard in there. Because when those two big seven-footers are out there, they're getting taken advantage of left and right. So, I really – Lakers, I love what you're doing right now, man. I love it. But let me go ahead and switch gears because the best sport comes on tomorrow. As many of you know, the NFL season, man. And I was talking to you guys last week about how I have a huge money league coming up. And we just drafted. I picked fourth overall. So before I tell you who's on my team, let me tell you where I'm projected to finish off on this 14 list. Now, I told you that the, the first place winner gets $320. Second place gets $100. And third through 14 gets nothing. I'm projected to finish off at three. I had a great draft, and I drafted at four. For some reason, these guys, within with fantasy, you have to draft a running back. And a lot of these guys took two receivers first. Some of them took a, a quarterback and then a tight end. I don't know what the hell they're thinking, but I'm not tripping because I know I'm going to win, and I'm going to win big. So let me go ahead and tell you who's on my roster. Uh, we're called the McLeansville Mesmerizers. I got Jared Goff as my starting quarterback. Alvin Kamara, Le'Veon Bell, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, Travis Kelsey, Jonathan Taylor. Got the Chargers defense, and I got Justin Justin Tucker all in my starting lineup. I'm top-heavy as hell, but I don't care because who cares about who's on their bench? Um, I know that's kind of arrogant. I do need some depth in, on my bench. But on my bench, I got CeeDee Lamb, got O.J. Howard, 
the Chiefs defense, the Chiefs defense, Jordan Reed, Hunter Renfro, Carlos Hyde, and Garner Minshew. I think if I would have took a quarterback a little bit earlier, um, I think I selected Jared Goff in the eighth round. If I would have took a quarterback in the seventh round, I think I would have had Carson Wentz. But Jared Goff is more durable than Carson Wentz. Even although I do believe Carson Wentz is the better quarterback, he's still more durable. Sean McVay is an offensive-minded coach. And I believe that I'm going to win this fantasy. If anything, I know for a fact I'm going to be in the championship. So I'm expecting to see my my good friend, Chin, in the championship. His team is out of this world. I think he has Russell Wilson, Saquon Barkley, uh, DK Metcalf, and so much others. But um, I just got to tell my fiance I love her right now. I love you too. Mwah. Just a quick side note for my males that's not engaged or married just yet. Your wife always comes first before anything. So that's why I had to just take a little, you know, a little brief, a little mwah to my fiance and everything. But let me go ahead and start ranking my NFL teams. So I was looking through every NFL team schedule. And it's these teams got some really hard schedules. Uh, the first team that jumps off to me is the 49ers. The, the 49ers have a tough stretch between the end of October all the way until really the end of December. Five weeks against five really a puff, really tough opponents, um, playoff caliber teams, and even Super Bowl contending teams in those five weeks. So let me go ahead and start, since I'm talking about the NFC West, let me go ahead and, and tell you my predictions for each team. The Cardinals right now, I have them finishing at 7-9. and nine. That's subject to change. I think that they may be 6-10 and 10 at best, but I do like the acquisition of DeAndre Hopkins. The Rams, I see them finishing off at 8-8. Eight and eight. I think the loss of Todd Gurley and just the loss of Brandon Cooks, they didn't really add anything on the outside. They, got, they drafted Cam Akers, but if you just look at their offensive line, I still think that, you know, even though, even though Andrew Whitworth is a great left tackle, he's getting – he's almost 40 years old. Um, Sean McVay has been discovered after, you know, that Super Bowl run. So I got them at 8-8. Eight and eight. The Seahawks, 11-5. and five. Russell Wilson is the quarterback. If you have him at quarterback, you can go anywhere. The 49ers, like I just stated a couple minutes ago, they have a, a, a really tough stretch for five weeks. So I got the 49ers finishing off at 10 and 6. At best, they can finish off at 12 and 4. I'm going to go to the NFC East. The Cowboys, I got them at 9 and 7. The Washington football team, I got them 3 and 13. I got them beating the Panthers. Uh, but that's not really saying too much. The Eagles, I got them finishing off at 8 and 8. The New York Giants, they're lacking a lot. I got them finishing 5-11. and 11. Then we switch it to the NFC South. I got the Panthers 6-10, 7-9. I'm a diehard Carolina Panthers fan, but I don't believe in Teddy Bridgewater. I don't believe that he can take us to that promised land. And I just think that the NFC South is really – you could debate between the NFC South and the NFC West on which is the best conference or division in football. So I got them six and ten, seven and nine. The Saints, I got them at ten and six. That can be subject to change. Eleven and five. 
You know, they got Alvin Kamara. They still got Drew Brees, uh, Sean Payton. The boys can still play football. The Tampa Bay Bucks. I got them at 10 and 6. I think, you know, you look at Jameis, he was throwing for 30 30, and what they finished off at 7 and 9 last year. If he throws for half of those interceptions, they're easily a 11 10 win team. So I got them at 10 and 6. They could be 11 and 5. I actually have Atlanta Falcons at 11 and 5. Now, this may be a, a, a lot of high praise, but I think that. The addition of Todd Gurley can give them some games where you're taking the ball in Matt Ryan's hands. I'm not saying that Matt Ryan, to me, has never been that guy. Uh, he's been a really, really good game manager. But I think if you go back to what you did when you went to the Super Bowl, I think if you run the offense through Todd Gurley, it can be a big season for the Atlanta Falcons. And the NFC North, I got the Bears at 9-7. and seven. I think with them not – knowing who really their quarterback is, even though they named Mitchell Trubisky their their starter. You know, I've been around football a lot, and there's a saying that when you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. So I got the Bears at 9-7, Packers 11-5. Don't really need to say too much about them. The Vikings at 10-6. I got the Lions at 8-8. Eight eight. Last year they had a tremendous start at 3-0. and oh. And then Matt Stafford got hurt. I think if he stays healthy, they can be a 9-7 and team. But right now I got them sitting at 8-8. and The Chargers, on my paper right here, I have them at 7-9. and But I think they could be an 8-8 eight and team. The Broncos, with the loss of Von Miller, I had them at 8-8. Eight and But right now I got them. I think he's he at least wins three games uh, weekly. So, I mean yearly, not weekly. So I got the Broncos at 5-11. and 11. The Chiefs, 12-4. and four. Don't really need to say too much about that. The Raiders, I got them at 6-10. and 10. Move to the AFC East. The New England Patriots, 10-6. I think Cam Newton is going to have an MVP-type season. I think Bill Belichick is going to be the coach of the year. So I got the Patriots at 10-6. Dolphins at 8-8. Eight and eight. I really love what they have going on down in Miami. The Bills, 11-5. I am a huge on the low Buffalo Bills fan, so I got them at 11-5. and five. Then I got the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Got them at 3-13 and 13 as well. Just a lot of stuff that they can work on as an organization as a whole. The AFC South, Houston, 9-7. and seven. Them losing DeAndre Hopkins, and then you pick up David Johnson when you already had Carlos Hyde before the season, and you had Duke Johnson still baffles me. Got them at 9-7. Tennessee Titans, 8-8. Eight and eight. I believe they can be 10-6 and six if they continue to force feed De- King Henry. Got the Colts at 10-6. The Jags, 2-14. Switch it to the AFC North. The Ravens, 3-13. Their schedule is really easy. The Bengals, 3-13. I have Joe, Joe Burrow struggling really bad. Steelers, 7-9. And I got the Browns at 11-5. and five. So that concludes my team summary. Now let me go ahead and give you my top 10 teams entering into the NFL season. Number 10, I got the Dallas Cowboys. I believe them getting <laughs> – I think – I believe them getting CeeDee Lamb is going to change that offense. Um, that's really all I have to say about them. Number 9, I have the New England Patriots. I think Cam Newton is going to be a life – and a breath of fresh air. 
to the New England Patriots. And number eight, I got the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia, that's all I really have to say about them. Number seven, I have the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, them boys is going to come out to play. Number six, pains me to say, but I got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Number five, I got the New Orleans Saints. Four, the Seattle Seahawks. Three, the 49ers. Two, the Baltimore Ravens. And number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. So that concludes episode 17 of Joshua's Proximity. Thank you for tuning in. The NFL starts tomorrow. I'm about to win in this fantasy league, and I'm out.